Renee, it's, it's, it's uh, wonderful always to have you in Toronto, and it's been, as I said to everyone earlier, it's been a very special experience for me because that film we all made together uh, yes, 12 yes. years ago. It was um, great fun. But, uh, let me just ask you a general question, which everyone's curious about. I think you've been right at the top of this world in opera and in recitals for, you know, 25 to 30 years, whatever it is now. What do you find has changed the most in that period of time? Oh, so much. Uh, you know, certainly... In opera, it's definitely that the uh, visual and the theatrical values have have really taken uh, uh, precedence. And, and uh, you know, certainly for theatrical values, I think it's a great thing. I want to believe the characters that I'm seeing, and I want to I want to be really in, invested in the story. However, not at the expense of great singing or great music making, because otherwise, I'd go to the theater because I love theater too. Mm-hmm. So that's a big difference. I would say the HD broadcasts have really changed. And, and since the start of my career, supertitles came in. At the very beginning of my career, I'll never forget singing Mozart Recitative, and suddenly we had to wait because people were laughing. And <laughs> that was a shock. Right. You know, so a lot has changed. Uh, and naturally, that everything is now on YouTube, that you can't go anywhere and try something out. It's going to be the next day there. In certain territories of the world, when I sing, every, everyone holds up a, an iPad. So it's a, it's a white squares all the way around. So where, where would that Technology be? has changed. Yes. Yeah, South sure. America, Asia. Uh, interesting. Um, <clears throat> well, let's talk a little bit about that, because I always love to see what's in other friends' and colleagues' minds. So what do you think is the most significant thing that that any of us, and you in particular, can do looking forward in the next five to ten years to, to effect some kind of change in that regard? Well, I, be, I believe so strongly in the power of the arts um, and, and to, in terms of childhood development, in terms of healing, and in every possible way. And the more that we can spread the word in, in our communities, and, and people are doing it, orchestras are doing it, you know, all of the arts institutions are doing it. Um, I wrote a letter to President Obama a couple of weeks ago, and I said, please don't leave us out because the not-for-profit world is the, is the sector that is working in communities, you know, hospitals, prisons, schools, and, and really trying to share this great art. And without it, you know, it, it's, it's the thing that really marks us as human beings, and, and especially now with the, the, in our country the, the lack of civility right now. It, it's, it's even more important. You are doing a tremendous amount of work in, in other ways other than just simply performing. Is that connected with the reason that you decided, I think, recently to stop doing really sort of mainstream opera work, or, I mean, a significant number of opera roles? Tell, tell us a little bit about that decision. So opera is kind of like the Olympics. And, uh, you know, at a certain point, it was Leontine Price coached me on this. She told me why and when she stopped with opera. And it made sense to me. And so the idea is that you uh, eventually uh, have done, I've done everything I wanted to do. I've sung 54 roles. And uh, and I don't want to keep singing the three that I still like and feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was a good time. You know, I'm not a repeater. Yeah, uh, and I would do new music, so I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't. I, that's why I'm not going to say this is the last opera because I don't think it will be. Uh, but I'm continuing to. I'm mostly concertized. I mostly do what I am doing tonight, and I love it. That's my favorite thing. Well, Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a blast. Yeah. 